How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com gift. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. The Casa TV Podcast. Talk about the best and the worst on the box. Can you even believe it's Tuesday again? Tuesday means the Custard TV Live, the only television podcast to talk TV to you while Holby City is on. What? Holby's on? Oh, I'm sorry, I've got to go. All right, uh, off you pop. <laughs> oh, sorry, you'll have to do it on your own. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, children, men, women of all ages. Welcome to the all-new Custard TV Live episode two. Uh, I am your host. My name is Gary, uh, and you can find me on Twitter. Let's do that up front. You can find me on Twitter at... The Gary Show, and joining me, as always, is the editor of the website, thecustardtv.com, and you can find me on Twitter and harass me uh, via Luke Custard TV. I should I also like say, I should on. also say, the Custard TV podcast is so all new that it's still got that new podcast smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost just slightly out of the wrapper, you know that that yeah. bit, like new coffee. Uh, you can also find us um, on Skype. Our Skype is open, so if you have a comment about the week's television, just gone or upcoming, you can add us on Custard TV Live, that's one word on Skype, and you can join us for a few moments. And uh, you've no and idea also- how excited that would make us to have a third person in on the conversation. It, it would. It would just be unbelievable, um, he says. Um, how are you? All right. Fine, how are you? We ought to yeah, do the pleasantries, I, I, haven't this we? Bit is, this bit's fairly unplanned, but I thought I'd do a general how you doing, you know. Because you don't really know how I'm doing. I could be, uh, I could have a limb hanging off. You haven't even asked. Well, you, that's, you should be in the Paralympics. I was going to do Paralympics. Were you? What event would you do at the Paralympics if you were? Uh, I'd, I'd definitely do the wheelchair racing. That looks fun. Uh, egg and spoon, I'd do. Egg and spoon. Oh, you're back on the egg and spoon. <laughs> right. Ladies Same and gentlemen, story. we're bringing you, as always, the best, the worst of the week's television. Uh, very quickly, we'd like to know a little bit on Twitter. We'd like some input from you. So if you're listening live or if you're listening on podcast, please get in contact with us. Let us know which TV show this autumn has you the most interested. Luke and I, a little bit later, will tell you what shows have got uh, got us sort of salivating a little bit. But uh, if um, if you've, you'd like to get in contact with us, we've given you our Twitter names or you can contact us on Skype. Some people have already done that and we'll be reading that out a little bit later. But first, we're going to come on to a little bit of news because there's been a little bit of interest in the television world going on the last few days. Um, the first one is a show that I watched 15 minutes of and basically couldn't do it anymore. Not because I was incensed, because it was rubbish. Uh, Citizen Khan started last week on BBC, BBC One. After this show aired, I think, last week, didn't it? 
on, on a I Tuesday. In, no, well, I think it's on Monday, but it doesn't it's matter Monday. if people accidentally tune in on a Tuesday, they'll probably mm. get something better. But, I mean, it's... It, I, I, like I, a I, I was incensed because it was rubbish. That's right. the thing. Yeah, I think that it's received 185 complaints um, from people. It's a... Well, the creator said it's a family comedy, but it's about a Muslim family, so I think he has to take some respect that it is a Muslim family comedy, if that. Um, and it's 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 terrible. I actually thought it was Alistair McGowan putting on a voice and a face. It's just, I mean, the only... It's so stereotypical. The only good thing about it is that it had the potential, and this is not praising it, but it had the potential to turn <laughs> Sounds into... Like it. It had the potential to turn into Mrs. Brown's Boys, which is another one of those oh. awful sitcoms that people yeah. seem to really love. And I was really worried that it was going to get this cult following, but news today says it shed half its audience. Um, I mean, I can't believe... I mean, it's on night. quite late. It's on at about sort of 10, 10.45, 10.40 after the news and everything. And I don't know why. It's not that particularly offensive in that sense. It's not rude. Um... Can I just ask, the bloke out of my family that was also in the BT adverts, is that Chris... It's not Chris Smith, Chris is Marshall. It? Some, Chris Marshall. Chris Marshall. How the mighty have fallen. He was brilliant well, in my family. He was and, brilliant in the BT ads. <laughs> yeah, well, he was really. But, my goodness, I mean, he's, he's playing a white Muslim mosque leader. And the character couldn't be more bland. It took me a while to notice it was him, to be fair. Um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, a couple of people said that. But yeah, I, I just I don't know what the point of it is. I, I, the, the one reason that I get so infuriated when sitcoms come on because you got to remember ratings with sitcoms they don't really matter. Only Fools and Horses when that first started, I think um, David Jason and his mum yeah. watched the first series of that. So things Maybe take a while to bed in. Uh, but yeah, I just heart back and I think is this the best thing comedy wise? the BBC can offer a modern audience. It's a real shame yeah. and a real disappointment. I think what the problem is, I mean, I think I think the last decent BBC comedy either is Outnumbered or maybe Dead Boss. I mean, that was on BBC Three, so maybe that was a little bit out there. But did you certainly stick with Dead Boss? Did you stick with I Dead did Boss? See, I did see, all, I saw all of Dead Boss. I really liked it. I was a little bit disappointed with the ending. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, I think but a lot on of people the whole, were, it, it was a sitcom that you stuck with, which is rare. Yeah, it was it was good, and yeah, maybe red. But no, no, I quite like my sitcoms. But that was only six episodes or five episodes, so I quite enjoyed that. Uh, other other news that we have coming through to us is that uh, the BBC Two, that's Button Two for you people out there, have commissioned another series by the Shadowline writer Hugo Blix uh, called The Honourable Woman. Now I'll read out the little bit of the blurb. It's only two sentences, and see whether this uh, see whether this whets your appetite. The daughter of a UK Zionist gunrunner inherits her murdered father's company, and by dramatically inverting its purpose from supplying tanks to tractors, starts a deadly political war. No. What? Oh, come on. It sounds Tractor like... War. <laughs> well, the problem All I heard was from that, that was Tractor you... War. I didn't. Yeah, but the feel problem, the problem was when you unpack the shadow line, it was about flowers. Mm. So, <laughs> and that was I really, see your really point. good. I see your point, yeah. But I, I do um, know what you mean. But just a UK Zionist gunrunner, that's a great sentence to include in any television write-up, in my opinion. The thing is that the show, I think Hugo Blick, and, and again, going back to his beginnings, he was sort mm. of, no, he was a comedy writer. He wrote a thing called Marion right, and Jeff, yeah. uh, which was Rob Brydon talking to a camera, which was just yes, amazing that's right. TV. Uh, and now we, we see him more in these dark... If it's anything like the Shadow Line, it'll be dark, it'll be gritty. Yep. It may not get the viewers, but it'll get critical acclaim. But I think 
the, the Shadowline fans that I've spoken to are so hardcore Shadowline fans that he's going to yeah. struggle to, to follow it up. It's At least it's not the Shadowline 2. That's no. the good point. I, I think people were, would want the Shadowline 2, but I think true fans will go, no, you've done it, leave it, move on. It's great to see that he's he's been commissioned another thing. I think also he's also been commissioned for another series, but I don't have all the details of that to my hands. Uh, another drama recruitment uh, for the BBC. Uh, you may remember that uh, Case Histories with Jason Isaac showed last year, and uh, that's coming back in 2013. Shooting has started this week. And joining the cast is Victoria Wood. I don't but know how I she's, guest, she's guest starring in, in, guest in starring one. In one. Yeah, um, there's going to be three 90-minute episodes, which um, yeah. which is probably the best way that they can do that. I think there was there was two one-hour shows. I think it was or three one-hour shows before. So I think getting an extra half an hour is pretty good. Um, did you watch that? Were you at all interested in that? Do you know what I, I I you know what I'm like with these crime things? I give anything <laughs> a go. Yeah. Case histories was just a little bit too soft for me just a little bit too yeah. sunday night tea time I television bought, i actually bought the book on the strength of watching the series and the books weren't as good i think they did a better job with the television series than they did with the with the book i found him oh. annoying i think because i know that's not how he sounds i was just i, really? uh, I like jason isaacs i'm a big I'm, i know I'm a you fan do. of his whether he's in a coma or not you you can that's right him, yeah but... whether he knows he's talking to his dead wife or his dead son i don't it's always the way it goes uh talking of bbc crime dramas uh, i believe that alan davis tweeted this week about the details of the new jonathan creek series which i know is he, something you're very did. interested in he did. Well, it's not a series. The BBC won't give it a well, it's series. Specials. I'm not sure why. There will be a new one filmed in early 2013 alongside with Alan, alongside Sheridan Smith, which brings us more nicely. More of her later. More of her later. Nicely onto accused, though, doesn't it? Really? There are which... there are two actors, one actor and one actress, who are dominating British television at the moment. Sean Evans. Well done. Uh, seems to be on. Have a biscuit. Well done. Well done. And, uh, yeah, Sheridan Smith seems to be on everything I, I watched at the moment, which is not I like thing. her a lot. She's, I, I like don't know, I like her a lot. I, but let's talk about accused, because I'm a feeling yeah. it's going to cause an argument, and so we need to move past that to the end. So let's yeah, we, talk about we, accused. We need to get to the anger management classes. Okay, cards on the table. Uh, how did you feel about this week's episode, which starred the guy out of um, uh, Misfits, Misfits and John Bishop of comedy fame? And... Oh, and Sheridan Smith. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget her? Yeah. How did you feel about this episode? This episode, not my favourite no. of the four, because I've seen tonight's episode, but not my favourite of the four. But very, very... I loved Sheridan Smith's character. I loved her a lot. And I okay. I found it interesting because I was speaking to somebody... I don't know whether it was when I did this interview or, or somebody mentioned it to me. But the interesting thing about the script for the third one is the audience is supposed to side with Robert Sheehan's character and really despised Sheridan Smith, which I did to a point. Uh, but then you you, come, you step back from it and you think, well, Sher um, Robert Sheehan's playing a mentally ill character and all the, all, the only time we see Sheridan Smith is when uh, Robert Sheehan is with her. So are we just seeing uh, Robert she uh, Sheridan Smith from... Point. Robert Sheehan's perspective. So that changed it a little bit. And um, it may be that he was just going a little bit nuts. I know the words you used in a message to me about the episode was you found it hard going. 
yeah, I found it uncomfortable. I found it hard going. I know that not necessarily means it's bad television. No, it could mean it's very it, good it, television. It could if mean it, it's, it's very good. But actually, I struggled with this one. I think <sighs> the Robert Sheehan character was so normal and abnormal in, in different scenes. He was so clearly struggling with a mental uh, breakdown following the death of his mother, uh, which to me was... Uh, it said more about how obvious it was and how I was disappointed in the family for not really... You know, the point where he came home and he'd messed up the house and smashed his own television set. The father, played by John Bishop and his brother, walk in and he goes, why did you do that? And he goes, I, the voices on the television told me to do it. To me, that should have been right, straight to the doctor, straight to the hospital. Oh, but also, what was, what was interesting, they had... Um... They had made reference to the fact that this was something that they he struggled with all through his life. It wasn't a new thing that was happening to him. So but to me, this is an this is an incident and... that they needed to deal with. I mean, I, I th- and I think probably they could have done a bit more in the show about. I mean, I know they had a, a bit of guest star from Alistair Campbell, you know, mm. talking to him through the television. I think they could have done that a little bit more to maybe highlight how much of an influence that was. Um, but How I know good it's tough. It's only an hour. The 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 bowl the bowling alley scenes were always very good because yeah, they, were the, a, they were the they were the brightest confused. scenes. The rest of it was so dark, and then he'd go into yeah. this bowling alley which was full of fluorescent lights and and I, shiny stuff and loud noises, and it was another way other, of. Yeah, the only other thing that confused me a little bit: Sheridan Smith act, acting was very good, but the character, I didn't quite believe that very quick progression from okay i am going out with your dad okay i'm moving into you not washing up is a complete disgrace to your mother's memory it almost happened just a little too fast although i see your point about you know you're seeing him you're seeing her through his eyes that her behavior seemed erratic and at the end right at the very end you are left hanging a little bit by that kind of okay is she actually that nasty that she might have poisoned them and killed the dog? It was right left on that edge when she visits him in prison and said, oh, your dad can't come, he's got a stomach problem. Strangely, tonight's final episode of Accused, John Bishop and Robert Sheehan reprise mm. their roles as Robert Sheehan heads off to prison, um, which is a yeah. really different idea for Accused. Normally it's different stars, different stories, different plots. Uh, and tonight we see them both again alongside the brilliant Anna Maxwell yeah. Martin. So we'll see. Um, again, I though, had it in my head that John Bishop was playing a police officer. And I don't well, know you're, why. You're a fool. That's because you're a, a fool. fool. It's on your birth certificate. Indeed. Um, <laughs> I say it's my name, Gary can I, just, can I just say again, though, how brilliant, whether you liked it or not, that you mm. felt uh, that you felt confused and yeah. and angered and uncomfortable in 60 minutes of television drama. I, I, I will give Mr. McGovern some credit. He evokes emotion. Whether it's an emotion you like, whether it's an emotion that you want to deal with, he, emo- he evokes something when he writes and creates television. And do you know what he does so brilliantly, and we will move on, because I'm, I'm about to board the McGovern train, but I'm... <laughs> I'm just stopping Fan, at the fans of fans of Luke and Jimmy McGovern drink yeah. now. I'm, uh, about, <laughs> I'm about to board the McGovern train to TV heaven. But he, what he does so brilliantly is you've watched Accused for ten minutes and you yeah. know who Robert Sheehan's character is. You know yeah. who John's Bishop's character is. You know yeah. the background of them without him even trying. 
you know who yeah, they are basically, yeah, and you're those, connecting those characters with them. are are very full very real life and very well rounded from the get go you're connected with them instantly which is yeah you're interested that's and that's the reason why why people have been watching i i, I think accused has been an early good uh, an early contender for one of the one of our top 10 shows of the year I know yeah. that there's probably quite a few others that we've talked about throughout Sadly, the series. Sadly, there's about 20 on the list at the moment. We're gonna have yeah, to, to getting it down could be interesting for our uh, our review of the year later on this year. Um, yeah. Well, to go back to our Twitter question, uh, thank you very much for your contributions. We asked what TV show this autumn has you the most interested. We'd have a couple of responses before we reveal ours. Uh, I had a response from Alana Burns. You can catch her on Alana underscore Burns on Twitter. She said, Top Dog Model. This wasn't one I was familiar with, so I, I googled it, and um, it's a, a dog reality show. Um, what the world's been crying out for, I think you'll find. Indeed. And one of the dogs is called Claudia Sniffer. Like, I tell you Claudia what. Chiffer. No? If that, I'd love that if that had been written by Jimmy McGovern. Yeah, um, no, fair Surprisingly, probably, you can find that on ITV2, oddly enough. Which I, 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 I never saw that coming. Now, um, um, according to the write-up, it's voiced uh, by Essex's own Stacey Solomon. Uh, I still don't know how this woman has a job on television, but there you go. Well, she's but, a judge on it, and but actually the only good thing is that it's is narrated she? by David Williams, who does it very yeah. tongue-in-cheek. That's and the only uh, good cashing thing And cashing in on the, uh, the Britain's Got Talent uh, dime, uh, assume, one of the yes. other judges, guest judges, Ashley and Pudsey. Um, yes, I don't know how much Pudsey will have input-wise, but... Uh, I've had a couple. Uh, Darcy Licious, who you can find at Darcy Licious, uh, says she can't wait for Monroe Series 2. I'm with you there. Can't wait for yeah, that. And that was Ripper a, one last, a surprise hit, that was, wasn't it? No one really expected much out of that. Yeah, and the, and the other one she's looking forward to, and she's a lady after my own heart, Ripper Street. She says, also yeah. looks fantastic. So, yeah. I, I believe we've had a tweet from our store. I mean, uh, favourite listener, uh, Lauren Jones. Uh, I feel like there should be a bit more fanfare, to be fair. Uh, to... There should be some sort of jingle. Uh, and I believe she's given you uh, some uh, three shows, you know, greedily. Yeah. What shows? I did say shows. She's, she's just she's drinking from the font of television and taking a bit too much. She's another <laughs> one on the, on the Ripper Street uh, fan club. Mrs. Biggs on ITV, which you can see tomorrow night at uh, 9 o'clock. And one of my favourites, she's looking forward to the return of DCI Banks, which I happen to know, sadly, yeah. won't be back on our screens until early 2013, but definitely one I that I'm looking forward to. I think we can wait, because there's plenty of good stuff, more of which we'll talk I about know. later in our previews towards the end. But yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to DCI Banks. Mine uh, and and you can Twitter us your uh, your suggestions. Still, my Twitter handle is at the Gary Show, and your Twitter handle is Luke Custard TV. What is yours, Mister Handle? Uh, <laughs> Mister Handle is uh, acute. No, not accused. Uh, is uh, is uh, want? It's what's it called? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted? No, is that it? No, that's not it, is it? I'm sorry. I'm not going to help you now. Ah, come on, help me. You know the one hunted. I need. Hunted. What? Hunted. Wanted. It is wanted. Oh, I tell. <laughs> My brain. My brain is integrated. Hunted. H-U-N-T. No. Really? I'm going to talk. I've got back on track. I know what I'm doing. Wanted. Snarring. No. Uh, oh, the no oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> hunted. Hunted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Can we stop the podcast? Uh, I'm looking forward to Hunted by the Creators. Are you really? 
it, by the creator of Spooks, uh, and written no, it's by one not. of the creators of uh, of the X Files. What? Are you, are you really looking forward to it, or are you just curious? Uh, I'm just hoping that basically I can get through the show, let alone looking forward to it. Uh, it's, uh, it's a spy thriller, uh, and. Uh, so if you've seen any of the BBC previews, if you were watching during the Olympics and you saw the previews for the drama, it's the one where Melissa George, her of Home and Away fame, uh, smashes through a broken glass window um, and looks quite sexy doing it. So uh, make of that as you will. It's by Kudos, and um, there's been a and it's lot called... of about it. Uh, hasn't I believe Melissa what's it George called? just checked herself into like rehab because of this or something? I read. Did you well, read that? What's it? What's it called? This show? Uh, it's called Hunted. Right, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. called Hunted, yeah. Um, no, I think, no, that was <laughs> sort of taking that out of context. She said that this show was therapy for her. So, <laughs> yeah. She hasn't gone into rehab. <laughs> she signed up, I need to go to rehab. She said she signed up for some sort of psychiatrist that it kind of really Possibly. affected her. It is it is Spooks 2.0. There's no getting around it. That's not a terrible thing, and you're you're... You'll you'll do well to look forward to it. It's eight episodes, eight sixty-minute episodes on BBC One. Um, not due for about another month or so. So, plenty yeah. of time for you to learn the title. Now, I hope you could remember that you're looking forward to because it's pretty embarrassing when you can't do that. So, uh, Luke, uh, <laughs> what, is, what are you looking forward to most? Um, well, a little bit biased. I'm kind of looking forward to the last tango in Halifax, which I know Gary won't like, but I can live with that because I'm a proper rounded human being. Uh, I saw the first episode at a preview over the summer. It's got real potential, and I hope people tune into it. So that that's one I'm looking forward to. I'm also I can't breathe. I've been laughing so long. Sorry, I also yeah, really <laughs> I'm also kind I'm also kind of curious um, just about the dramas that are coming up Mon- Ripper Street is another one the um, yeah. the haunted the secret of Crickley Hall is is just they all look really decent and well done and yeah. um, Leaving with Helen McCroy which starts very soon on ITV ITV have really stepped up there, this there is a order. real a real scrap going on for drama channel and I think I think I, I no, I think BBC are edging it, but ITV and of course I'm really looking forward to Endeavour. Uh, we don't have any dates yet for that, but I'm, I, I think that's coming in quite soon. I saw an article on the Radio Times website about that, an interview with Sean Evans about that. Uh, let's just briefly talk carefully. about as we're talking about um, Sean Evans. Let's talk. We haven't seen neither of us have been able to see the, the final episode yeah. of the last weekend, but I just wanted to touch on it uh, because I talked about it last week being one of the most atmospheric dramas I've seen for a long time it really yeah grabs you and doesn't let you go and you and even in episode two I wasn't sure where it was going but I loved it again there was a point in episode two where I thought okay I can see a bit of a path we've now got to at the end of episode two you see if not the incident certainly the precursor to the incident where Sean Evans character uh rapes his best mate's wife well for, for uh, lack of a better term is it not? I mean, yeah. you know I mean you might you know you might call it consensual but it, it's effectively that um, and it appears that his character is becoming more and more unhinged the more time he spends with them these old frustrations of here in Key West we were out before it was in in this open and inclusive paradise you can be yourself make new friends and savor our live and let live vibe 
with LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How he felt left out when she dumped him and started going out with his best mate. And how they kind of, in his mind, lorded it over him. Do you agree with what I say about the atmosphere of it? It's got a yeah. very creepy atmosphere to it. Yes. I think the way in which his character is reliving the story and come back, and it'd be good to see where they finish that bit. Where does he, you know, what's the last scene that means he has to have come back for? Um, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm hoping uh, the ending isn't he forgot his iPod, so he had to come back in the house and fetch yeah. it. I really oh, hope it's I'm not. home. I got the milk. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, as well, I think very good use of camera work. You know, they are doing his bits very much face on camera, much darker scenes. You know, the scenes that you're seeing are in, are in light, good colour. Now you're seeing very much almost a black and white shot of him, you know, giving that opinion of, you know, a real desolate area. And what I have to say as well, like I said last week, one of my pet hates is when a character in a TV show talks to the audience. It really mm. annoys me because it breaks. It breaks that you're supposed to, you know, know it what. It breaks see that what's fourth wall, but actually, this one tends to get. It's, it's got away it. with it. A I little find bit. it addictive. Yeah. I, I look forward to his his bits to camera because you never quite know what he's going to say or what it's going to do or what he's going to reveal. And the idea that everything we've seen is connected mm. to this amazing end result. I just, if you've seen the third episode, please don't spoil it for us. But I really yeah. hope the build up to it's been so right brilliant. Now. I just hope that the next. The last hour is as good as the previous two. That's all I hope. For. Yeah, the, the ending is crucial. And in true ITV style, I think the box set is out this week. It's already out, I believe. Yeah, it's probably, probably already out. It probably came out Monday. Um, it did. So uh, there's always that to uh, look forward to. I, I, I'm worried about the ending, but only in the same way that you worry about any ending of a whodunit kind of thing, you know, or, or a what's going on. It, well, I'm worried about like it, it because I've enjoyed it so much that I really hope the yeah. ending doesn't let it down. That's all. Uh, early BAFTA shout for Sean Evans. I don't, what with I, this? You know, ITV endeavor? shows don't get you know the, the, well, the attention the they need. The television BAFTAs I'm talking about. They're, yeah, the yeah, specific and television BAFTAs. Somebody was saying on Twitter that the last weekend's ratings have been minuscule, which is a real shame. I'd have thought yeah. Henry Jones would have brought in the audience, but I don't know, maybe not. Um, another big drama started this week. Good cop. Let's talk about that but, very briefly. Well, just very quickly, not necessarily ratings as to do with TV BAFTAs. Don't forget the hour won a number of TV BAFTAs last year, and the ratings for that were not huge. No. So that's true. just to say that, but I do agree with you. Maybe other higher rated shows will get a look in. Yeah. Let's move on to Good Cop, which uh, showed well, can last I just Thursday say, night. Oh, sorry. Can I just on. say as well, we had a tweet just this second from somebody who follows me, Thierry, who said, I loved the ending of the last weekend. Oh, really? Oh, so, thank you, Thierry. Uh, that's who we shout at if, it, if we don't like it. We, we get yep. on to him. Thierry um, bringing so. a bit of vavavoom there. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's do, let's do, let's do, sorry. We need to use that phrase more on the podcast. 
indeed. Um, Good Cop, showing last Thursday on BBC One, starring Warren Brown, previously who'd been in Luther, and in a programme that was on last year about a, about a sort of an inside... Was it, it was called Inside Men, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. uh, where he starred, you know, um, alongside a former, another former Luther actor uh, in, in a three-part show there. Do you know what's um, funny about Warren Brown is he picks these great roles. He was also in a David Tennant series called Single Father... And in, right. a, in an Iraqi series uh, called Occupation. But this is the first time that he's stepped out from being a co-star t- to the lead role. This is the first time he's yeah. done a lead. A lot of people, the majority of the people, because I put a question out on Twitter, what did you feel about it? Mostly warm responses. One person said they were pulled off by, by the violence yeah. in episode one. There but was, how did you there feel? Was, there was... Again, sometimes a little bit hard going. Sometimes it was a little bit difficult to watch. Um, I mean, but essentially, what happens in this program is that there are two beat cops. I think the northeast. I'm, I'm, that's where I was kind of putting the accents. If not Newcastle, then certainly in that region. Yeah. And, um, and and out on a normal sort of you know call to a disturbance, uh, one of the police officers they, they literally flip a coin and says right which one of us is going in, which one goes in round the back. The one that goes in the front, not Warren Brown's character, basically gets kicked to death. Um, and the television dropped on. Yeah, that was a bit, uh, bit, uh, bit saying, wasn't it? That's what the we interest- do every Tuesday with this podcast. We drop a metaphorical television on your face. Drop, we drop a television. Interestingly, one of the better characters was uh, Stephen Graham's character, who was yes. also in the first episode along with Sean Bean. See, all yeah. it all ties in a bit e- like the last. Ties out. Everybody's in everything. It's all connected, um, and uh, he was rather good. And it's a shame that his character got killed off somewhere towards the end so, of episode uh, so- one quickly yeah uh, so quickly but obviously there were other good characters and and one of the things i liked about this is that it did seem as if there was a much like um much like dead what was it called blackout where yeah. when i watched the first episode i went right i can see where that's going i've i watched the first episode of black uh, of good cop and i went i can see where that's going and that's not a bad thing no I have to be honest, I liked it, I liked it a lot, and it, I don't know if I'd stick with it if it... Because it's four episodes, it's not six. Yeah. And I think no. that's good. They can't stretch this story out, really, for more than more than four episodes. So I think that that's right. a wise choice. Uh, the only thing that sport it for me was I watched it with my mum and my sister, and I got the feeling from them, though they didn't say it, that they didn't enjoy it so much. And I think it was yeah. because it was so dark, there was never any relief from the darkness, so to speak. I didn't, uh, I didn't watch it with my dad, but my dad has watched it, and he said it was very good. He liked it. He likened it to Line of Duty. Mm. I know it's a completely different feel, but of course, you know, this is another another cop program, as it were, even though these are beat cops as opposed to detectives. Uh, but I, I could see the similarity in, in the feeling, you know, the, the line, line of duty had a certain feel to it, which I think good cop has gone some way in emulating in a good way, you know, in a sort of a not too... What I liked too about it, it way. did show elements of the police service that we don't see very often on television, yeah. the banter between the two officers, uh, yeah. the banter in the station while they were getting their stuff organised. Yeah, um, it c- kind of had a very much a feel of, of like a sort of a, oh, what could I limit that to? There are, there are a number of US cop shows that, that feel like that, where you see a lot more behind the scenes. Homicide Life on the Street, you know, every, in every episode where you got like almost a team meeting. Um, and, and a lot of the, you know, a lot of sort of thing, you know, where you just see the day-to-day stuff, uh, and mm. that's the basis of uh, the, the basis of, of of the show. But yeah, uh, in summing up, Good Cop, I really enjoyed it. I will stick with the next three. Yeah. Bit, 
I don't know if I like the the relationship between him and his dad because I don't think we need it. I'm is that just me picking? Is that just me picking at things? It's there for a reason. I I don't know what it is yet, but it's there for a reason. And I think you know, I, I've got to be slightly careful because I think if I theorise too much, I might I might in, inadvertently give away what might be a, might be a, a way forward. My theory, I'll give away a slight theory. He's picked out bullets. I think he's got in mind bullets for each of the guys that kicked his partner in, mm. and I think they might then in turn go after his father as a way of kind of like, okay, you've got to back off us. But that's not going to happen till he gets through two or maybe three of them, and the fourth one knows he's next. You know, it, that that's where I think it's going. Each episode, I think, will focus on him finding and you know dealing with one of the members of that four that, uh, could that were do. in. That, the group. that would be an interesting twist. But I also have seen trailers where they're after his girlfriend and and his young daughter. Yeah, we saw briefly. certainly, so he... certainly in the next in the next episode, you see a, or the trailer, you see a bit more of his wife, ex-wife, and daughter, or partner and daughter. We don't know about it, wife, do we? We'll just talk, touch on this slightly because we touched on it um, before we went live. That because yeah. it was so dark and so miserable to get Elvis Costello really loud <laughs> at the end really jarred with me. I don't yeah. know what it was. The only thing is, is that I can't get pump it up out of my flipping head now. So maybe it's done that to me. If you'd like to join us on Skype and do your if impression you're... of Elvis Costello, then uh, do join us. <laughs> Our Skype line is open. Um, but yeah, I. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't I just, I... It didn't help it, so I suppose you could get rid of it. But you know, better than generic end music. I don't know. Maybe not. It just Maybe I not. just didn't fit. Unless the next one starts with Oliver's Army. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Is this the David Bowie type thing that Life on Mars was? I don't know. But uh, then there's no Elvis Costello song called Good Song. Good Cop, is there? Moving on. Uh, we let's talk television. about Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Let's talk I, about Doctor Who. Well, I, say let's, let, let, I say let's talk about it. I'll let you talk about it. Because I, I can't really, because I'm seeing... I'm a Doctor sucker Who. for Doctor Who. I know I'm 37, I know I'm not the key demographic, but I grew up watching this show, and I do like it, and I think it's well-written. Stephen Moffat has done a brilliant job, uh, as always, as he does when he joins Mark Gatiss for Sherlock. It's creative, it makes you watch, and I think I do think Matt Smith is one of the better Doctors we've had for a while. I, I think when you peg him up against Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant, I think he, he matches up well. Uh, the big shocker was the fact that the new uh, assistant, Jenna, Jenna Coleman, who's due to join the cast at Christmas, was actually in this <coughs> episode. Jenna Louise Coleman. Sorry, sorry. If if Louise is listening, she'd be devastated. She's actually a Siamese twin, Jenna Louise Coleman. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, The the real twist is that she was in the first episode, but of course, if you've watched the first episode, spoiler alert, she was a Dalek. So uh, a lot of people have been theorising on the internet about how on earth she's going to become the new assistant. I would remind you that the time machine called the TARDIS is a time machine. So thank you very much. Uh, all theories yeah, that, about that's how why, and that's why I all don't All theories watch about it. how she'll come back from the dead are rubbish. It's a time machine. He'll go back in time. Sorry, uh, that annoyed me when I saw. It's nice to person. unleash your inner nerd occasionally. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good. Um, it got seven point four million viewers. That rose from six point four. I know you people out there who have said, "Ah, Gary, it's six point four. It rose when they added on the plus one and the Look high definition channels. Look at it going up. Um, going out uh research my friend research can't get names of shows right but ratings 
smack on um which was very good it's down a little bit from previous years but i think again uh, you know it's still the summer uh good use of the daleks and good layout you know uh, only thing i thought anybody think karen smith was her name karen um oh I've done the names again <laughs> karen gillen Delia pond i know the name of the karen, character karen gillen karen gillen looked a little bit strange I know I'd like I'm to say pregnant, but I don't want to go down that road because I believe that could cause a Twitter storm. But after, after this podcast, I'm serious, after this podcast, I'm seriously considering getting you like a book of names for Christmas. Oh. What like the spotlight book of actors? Yeah, I know. I just, just IMDb uh, open, but it'd be better. Yeah. Uh, X Factor was also on on Saturday night. We're not talking about the alliteration that is red or black anymore no. uh, but glad to say it's losing more and more viewers uh, X Factor, uh, fairly standard week a uh, couple of decent auditions, a couple of people who I think probably will make the later weeks of the show um, and Mel B in being Mel C, no Mel B in being nice shocker <laughs> uh, I don't even judge, know which Mel you're talking uh, about no, I have got a clue. the guest judge this week was Anastasia Yes, I too stayed firmly seated on my sofa and didn't raise a smile. You know, um, Anastasia from 2000. You know. But yeah, it's a whole lot of love. No, was that her? No, that was Led Zeppelin, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm all out of love. Uh, standard week, nothing really to report. Uh, I think next week's judge is Jerry Halliwell. They're all clearly going through the Spice Girls. Oh, God. Do you know uh, what? I picked on it a bit last week, saying I'm just watching it because that's what you do on a Saturday night. Yeah. A little bit of me still thinks that. I don't look forward to the X Factor. I like the funny bits, and I, I just I don't... What I do like is what they did started to do on Britain's Got Talent, is where they have less of Dermot, and then they cut to people behind the stage talking or... Chatting. He's got a little bit of that, but I think I, like they're, that. They're, I think they're featuring Dermot a lot more. You know, he's he's even introducing the judges now, and we're all looking forward to Dermot's dance and the the live yes, show. Yes, I, I, I have to say, I'm looking forward to that. Forward to Dermot's dance. Uh, the other big show that's been on since we aired last, before we move on to previews, uh, is a two-parter on ITV called A Mother's Son. I haven't caught this yet, though. It is on the DVR. Uh, Luke, tell us a little bit about that. You've seen the first episode. Yeah, first first one was last night. Uh, there's a review of it on the site. It's Hermione Norris and Martin Clunes. Firstly, fantastic to see Martin Clunes in a serious role, and he just I did nails read a report. It. I read an interview where he said he really wanted to do a serious role, and, this and he is wanted it. to get something get teeth into. Because of course Neil Morrissey's mate is, was in um, was in the, the line, line of duty. Of duty so yeah. uh, so it's, it is strange, but but again, Martin Clunes. I've said it before. He's one of these actors that transforms in roles and you don't think about Dot Martin or Men Behaving Badly or anything else he's done when you're watching him in this um, Hermione Norris of Spooks fame is fantastic it's basically the story of a young girl who's been murdered and uh, Martin Clunes and Hermione Norris are a new couple with, with teenage children who have moved in together um, they have a son and a daughter each and Hermione Norris I suspects that her son has something to do with the death of the young girl when she spots a pair of uh, bloodied trainers in his room and uh, notices that the washing machine has been on uh, and a load of clothes have been put in that aren't hers or any other member of the family. So it's really well done. It's very tense. Very, it's very um, interesting, very intriguing. It's another thing where I hope the ending doesn't let it down, but it does hark back to the, the couple of years ago when ITV autumn schedules were dominated by these one-off two-part dramas and I really like it I have to say 
we'll be coming more onto that. So hopefully we'll I'll get a chance to watch that and we can talk about that on next week's show. Yes. Uh, any more tweets to read out? Not from me. Been, not, not from, from me. not from me either. Obviously, everybody is uh, sh- is listening intently to the, the show. The show is hugely popular, and they didn't type. That's how I take that to me. Indeed. Uh, coming on to the last couple of minutes, we've got our preview section. Uh, the big one of the week, I think, you know, for hype certainly, is the return of Dallas on Channel Five tomorrow night. Never thought I'd be saying Wednesday. that. <laughs> no, I know. Um, are you, did you used to watch the eighties version? I can't. I can't say I watched every episode, I have to but be I do remember brutally watching. Brutally honest, it. I have to be brutally honest. It was kind of before my time. I was still getting my head right. around Kylie and Jason um, in the eighties. Fair enough. Yeah, that and Shaken Stevens. I was just trying to. <laughs> I was a bit overloaded by things going on. Your musical 80s. taste is varied. Not yes. good, but varied. No, variedly uh, awful. You've seen the first episode of Dallas. It, it, does it mix the new and the old cast okay? It does. The old cast haven't aged, and the new the new cast look ancient. Um, <laughs> it's a strange mix that way. But I, I, I don't know whether this will stand the test of time. Of course, old Dallas fans are going to tune in and see you know, what, what it's been like, just like I would if they brought my favourite show back after 10 years or 20 years. Yeah. Whether people will go, I want to watch that for next week and the week after I don't know but TNT who play it in the States have already given it a second series so they've got the oh well, uh, there you are they've got I, faith I think, in it I think there's certainly some merit in bringing this show back I don't know how long it will last but there, there's a little bit of something in there I think so worth 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 a watch if you used to like Dallas go on I'll give it a go um at the same time, on ITV1, you can watch the aforementioned Mrs. Big starring the aforementioned Sheridan Smith. Uh, this is the, the great train robber, Ronnie Biggs's wife, as the story as told by, as it were. Um, she's been portrayed in, in many programmes and films, including Buster. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how this one is dealt with. This is about a three-parter or four-parter, maybe even five, add, actually. Yeah, add, add another one onto your four, and you've got it spot another, on. You, it's, you're fi- there. it's five parts. <laughs> yeah, you've seen the whole series. It's five parts. Yeah, the first part is, is an hour and a half on, on Wednesday. Right. First, Dale, is it just me? Am I just being picking on things for no reason? Because I, li- I like the sound of this. I love Daniel Mays. I like Sheridan Smith. This is going to sound a really odd complaint. Wednesday? Yeah. No, I, I I do agree with you on that one. I mean, in the same way that I was a bit surprised that Good Cop wasn't on earlier in the week, I'm surprised that Mrs. Biggs is on a Wednesday night. I mean, I suppose what this is is ITV putting some stuff on because they know the Champions League is coming and that will normally dominate their Tuesday or Wednesday night on alternate alternate weeks. So, And I suppose in their defence, people are going to watch this. It's a story we're all vaguely familiar with, if not over-familiar yeah. with, and, and people are going to watch it regardless of what day it's on. It's not quite a period drama, but it is certainly historical drama, so <clears throat> certainly fits in with a certain way. Moving on to period drama, The Bletchley Circle starts on Thursday at 9pm, going up against uh, good a good cop. cop. It's a thriller uh, on ITV. Um, it's thriller in the... In the granny yeah, said it's thr- it's thriller in the sense thriller of in midsummer the murder. Yeah. In the way that yeah. midsummer murders is a thriller, the Bletchley Circle is also a thriller. I'll give that a go. Not sure how I'm going to feel about it. Um, no. Heading towards the weekend, we have the return of the thick of it. Is this series four, Mister Thick of It? Mister Thick of It? Uh, like yes. It? It is. Yes. <laughs> is that wasn't my uh, nickname? Yeah, it's series four. Although I get a little bit confused because. 
they were the two special. specials, and they called that a series two for some reason. I don't quite know why. But yeah, the, this is technically series four, and what they're doing cleverly is they're doing a coalition. Uh, which means we get yeah. to see both sides working together. I've seen right. the first episode. If you're a Thick of It fan, you know what to expect. Quite a lot of swearing for some reason. Yeah. Um, I've watched. I've got into and watched the American version, which is called Veep, which is written by Armando Iannucci and uh, stars Julia Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld. And I, I, I look at it and I think, oh, maybe I'd like the Thick of It. And I've gone back and tried twice now to watch that first episode, first series, and really struggled and really, really, maybe I've missed the boat on that one. But um, if you like the Thick of It, that's back at nine forty-five on BBC it, Two it on Sunday. It is well done. I just, I just. I think Saturday. the thing with Sorry, the thick Saturday. of it Saturday the thing with the thick of it is we all know what to expect now and it delivers that yeah. I don't know whether it delivers anything extra but we certainly know what to expect and that's no, we, what we we're you know what you're going to get with that so it's there's yeah. nothing unusual there uh, also returning uh, another BBC2 program on Sunday at 9pm the return of the dragon's den uh, Hillary Duvall no. still with there what can I say about can I say about dragon's den that it's returned to very little fanfare um Normally, yeah, think, we know it's well, coming, and we know what. Do you to know what it is? I, 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 I don't know whether perhaps it's on a bit late. I was perhaps it should maybe with the Olympics they've had to push it back into this more prime time, and it's just there's just so much else going on. But uh, all the dragons return, and it's it's always a decent program. Um, I, I quite like it. Uh, three other new shows uh, returning at. On, well, not returning. Three other new shows which don't return. Uh, Scapegoat is on ITV One at nine. Uh, a drama about when two men who could be identical twins bump into each other in the pub. Doesn't sound great. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, you doesn't. should have wrote the press for that. You made it sound brilliant. Doesn't sound great. Uh, this is a, a one-off drama. It is. Uh, two, and it's, two hours it's, long. So you it, know, sounds an, it stars an American star whose name I can't think of. I'm doing a you. Uh, is there a, is Matthew there a Reese. Matthew Reese. And he do you plays know? both roles. Yes, he Matthew does. Reece, do you know what he's is from? The interesting part about it. Do you know what he's from? Um, I don't know what he's from. I oh, feel like I'll, I I'll look that up while uh, while you talk about leaving on uh, Monday night at nine a.m. Nine p.m. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on after daybreak. <laughs> it's on after. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, uh, leaving. I found it now. Matthew oh, was in uh, was in Brothers and Sisters. Oh, that's why I don't know who he is. Uh, Leaving is on Monday night at 9pm, as Gary quite rightly says. Three-part drama uh, written by uh, a favourite TV writer of mine, Tony Marchant, who wrote The Brilliant Public Uh, Enemies earlier on in the year. It's a... Well, we've got 40 seconds all of a sudden. Ignore that. That's right. Leaving at 9 o'clock. away from us. But, um, yeah, leaving. So we'll talk about... We'll probably watch that and talk about it a bit more. So there's quite a few new shows for us to watch. We'll probably split that up. But we'd love to get your comments as well. Also returning on Strike on Sky 1 on Sunday night is Strike Back Vengeance. Luke, it's been an absolute pleasure Uh, again. um, Let's just quickly give out the Twitter name so that people can contact us. Had to be very quick. Luke, Custard TV. At The Gary Show. This has been The Custard TV Live. Ladies and gentlemen, now we return to your normally scheduled programming. Yeah, which I would uh, would hope would be accused. Final episode yeah. on yeah, in about 15 minutes. minutes. Bye. Goodbye. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.